Welcome to the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. My name is Katie, and here it's all about the unfiltered Bible without any extras. Join me for a focused journey through faith, uncovering the truths that truly matter. On today's podcast, we will be uncovering some biblical truths from Psalm 101. So grab your Bibles and let's dive in. The text reads, I will sing of steadfast love and justice to you, O Lord. I will make music. I will ponder the way that is blameless. O when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away, it shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an, and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. Morning by morning I, sh- I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all of the evildoers from the city of the Lord. So now let's zoom out. So this psalm was written by David. It says at the very top of my Bible, it says a psalm of David. So David was God's king. David was a representative of God. And David in this psalm was bringing God's judgment to his people. David was the tool that God was using. So their kingdom in this And this psalm shows their hearts. So let's start at the beginning of Psalm 101. So we're going to be looking at all eight verses. So I will sing of steadfast love and justice. So this phrase, I will sing, we are going to be seeing it repeated over and over. Not necessarily the I will sing, but the I will. These are things that David is saying that he is going to do. They're not a, I may be going to do them. They are a certain thing. He is going to do this. He's basically saying, this is who I want to be in the kingdom I want to have. So these are my goals. So the first one he has in verse one, it says, I will sing of the steadfast love and justice. He's praising God and he's committing to singing and praising to God. Verse two, it says, I will ponder the way that is blameless. So he's saying, I'm going to take the time to think about the things that I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. And then it says, one of the things he's going to be pondering about is when will you come to me? Do we often 
reflect on our life and what we're doing to even have time to think if about our spiritual state in a sense that in, is Jesus coming? Do I want him to come now? Because I might not be doing the things I should be doing. He's saying he's thinking about the things that are blameless and he is excited for God to come. He wants him to come. In verse two, he says, he will also, he says, I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. Now, if you've listened to many of the podcasts before, we've seen this idea of walking. We're not sitting. It's a continual growth. We're continually improving and getting better upon something. He's saying, I will walk with integrity of heart. So it's not something he's going to do once. It's something he's going to do repetitively and continue to grow in. In verse three, it says, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. So he's not even going to take a chance with something that's worthless. He's going to be thinking and pondering about the things he's doing and saying, is this worth my time? Is this worth my time? Because if it's not, if this is something that's going to take me further from God, he wants it out of his sight. So when he says he won't even set anything before his eyes, do we set stuff before our eyes? I'm sure we all have moments where we listen to music on the radio that we shouldn't. We watch movies or shows that we shouldn't. This very much reminds me of the song in church that we sing to little kids. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. He's taking, David is taking that extra time to say, I'm not even going to be dealing with those things. I don't, I don't want them to affect me at all. And then he continues in verse three and says, I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. So the work, what is the work? That's the sin. He's saying, I hate the sin of those who have fallen away. Sin makes people fall away. And then he continues and says, it shall not cling to me. What shall not cling to me? The work, the sin. He's saying, I hate that sin makes people fall away. And I hate that it does that. But also he is saying, I don't want sin to cling to me. And this just takes the next step further about setting things, not, not setting things before his eyes. He's just he is just confirming that he's not going to be taking part of this stuff anymore. In verse four, it says, I will know nothing of evil. So he's not even going to let anything evil into his brain. Do we let things slip into our brain? Do we let things slip into our lives? He's saying he will know nothing of evil. He's not even going to remotely come close to having a gray line because there's the black, there's the white, and then there's the in between the gray. He says, no, I'm just gonna, I'm going to make sure everything I do is on the right side of the fence. And then in verse five, it says, whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Now, can we destroy someone? No, no. But he is saying that 
he... David was in a different situation than we were. David, remember, he was the representation. He was God's representative to bring justice. So David brought the justice in the Old Testament for the people. He was God's king. Now, we can't bring judgment. We can't be the represent the representative like David was. But we can still take the message from this. So David said he was going to destroy the slanderers in his kingdom, in his house. Now, we can't destroy the slanderers, but we can put them away. We can put them out of our lives. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, David says he will destroy them. Are we willing to put them out of our lives? Are we willing to make make sure they're not part of our lives? Now, it continues and says, Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. So he's saying, even the people that are arrogant and prideful, those people are not good to have around. I'm not even going to let those people in my kingdom. He is saying they're not going to be part of his house, his kingdom. Do we let those type of people in our kingdom? Because we could take this the next step forward. If we let slanderers, if we let haughty people and arrogant people in our lives, do they eventually rub off on us? Now, yes, we need to go out and shine our lights. But also, at what point are we reflecting to see if the people that we are letting in our lives are having an influence on us? Are we stopping to think if those relationships need to be cut off because they are affecting us? Now, it might, it might be a sin, and it might be something very obvious that they have rubbed off on us. But what if it's just negative thinking or gossip? Are we doing the things that the people in our lives are presenting us with? How they are? Is it becoming reflecting in our lives? Because if it is, we need to cut it off. If we can't leave that relationship without being affected, it needs, the relationship needs to not be part of our lives. Because like David, he said he's not even going to chance it if it's going to be a problem. Are we reflecting enough about our relationships to see if that might be the case? So in verse six, he continues and said, I will look with favor on the faithful in the land that they may dwell in me. So he's saying again, he said, I'm going to find those that are also part of my house, those that are also trying to seek the best, and I'm going to have favor on them. Are we looking around and appreciating the people in our lives that are also fellow Christians that are striving and doing good? They're part of our family. They're part of our house. In verse 7, he says, No one who practices deceit shall not dwell in my house. 
He's saying those who even practice deceit, that's lying. They're not going to be part of the kingdom in his house. And he says, no one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. So he's saying he's not even going to look at someone if he knows they're deceitful and they're lying. Do we have those type of people in our lives that we're keeping in our lives? Now, verse eight says, morning by morning, I will destroy. And again, we can't destroy. But he says he's going to destroy all the wicked people in the land. So David, David has a responsibility of leading the kingdom. And we have our own responsibility of leading our hearts. David's kingdom, we, his leading of the kingdom can be what we look at as our leading of our own hearts. Are we letting wicked people in our hearts like David did not let wicked people in his land? Are we making sure our hearts do not have a wicked influence? So he continues in this last verse and says, he's cutting off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. So we can't do the judgment, but we can work on our own kingdoms, our own house. Are we working on our own house? So today, are we thinking about our relationships that we have with other people? Are we thinking about the actions we're having and the influences we're having on other people's lives? If we're letting our house be surrounded by evil, then we need to reevaluate our house's security system. We might have to kick some people out of our house. But if you have a good security system around your house, then you can go out and shine your light. But you have to take the time to make sure your own house has the relationship and the foundation it needs before you can go out and help someone else. So are we taking the precautions to keep our house clean? Whatever that may be for each of us. Are we making sure our house has God in it and not the world? Are we setting the world outside of our land and keeping God at the center? Are we keeping our houses clean today? Are you keeping your house clean today? If not, I challenge you to try to think about how you can help keep your house clean for God. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Just Bible No Fluff podcast. New episodes every Monday. Remember, the beauty of the Bible lies in its direct impact on our lives. Stay connected, stay faithful, and keep diving into the unfiltered wisdom of God's word. Until next time, this is Katie signing off, wishing you a day filled with purpose and faith.